What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Comic Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. And today we're hanging in the lair, and it looks like I'm hanging in the lair with uh maybe is it is it Jay or is it Silent Bob? No, you're yeah, you're Silent Bob, man, with that hat on back. Fifteen bucks, <laughs> little man. <laughs> how you doing today, man? Good, dude. I'm doing really good, actually, man. How how are you? How was your week? Dude, good. First of all, you sound like you're feeling way better. Dude, I'm near a hundred percent, I think. Doing good. Dude, that is freaking amazing. My wife, on Pumpkin. the other hand, she had no. whatever I had. Yeah, dude, you know how it goes. It just yeah. rips right through the house. Everybody gets it. And I don't know. Just, yeah, yeah, man. Like, tired of being sick, yeah. man. It seems like a never ending like cycle here in the house lately. Well, on you know, on these episodes on Hanging in the Lair, we like to catch up with each other and talk about the things that we've gotten into and, and what we've watched. And uh, did you get into Moon Knight, man? Did you get to finish it? I did, dude. I, I did get to finish Moon Knight. And um, a lot of cool stuff. Some stuff that, I, you know, I still have questions on and um, a little confusion. Some and some, I feel like yeah, they I was left a little me with another questions. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll chat about that here in a little bit. And... Um, I was able to get some reading in, which was fun. Um, I didn't get to my local shop yet. I'm actually going to go um, tomorrow for uh, free comic book day. Okay, so are you super... taking any any of the fam? Um, we'll see because I know they have a – I think they have like three um, people that are coming in to do um, signing. Oh, it might be pretty slammed. And it's going to be super slammed and I can't just like pop in and pop out, you know? And they're going to be doing like giveaways and all kinds of cool stuff. So I don't know if I'm going to take – Anybody, we'll see. Well, you can always grab some and bring them home anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. It's going to be super fun. I'm sure it's going to be crowded, but um, you know that that kind of stuff's always fun to to be I there and just chat with people, and um, it, it'll be cool. Yeah, dude. I can't wait. I hope I can find the Bone Orchard Mythos uh, free comic book day book somewhere. Oh yeah. If you don't. I'll send it to you. I'll try to pick it up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm stoked about that one. But what else, man? Did you get any reading in? Yeah, dude. So um, as you know, I picked up uh, The Last Ronin issue five. And so I was able to read through the whole run again, just because like I, I think we mentioned last week, I couldn't just read five. I had to. No, it that was, was like, the right way to do it. Yeah, it was like a five month you know, gap there between uh, four and five. So I read through them all. And uh, just a fun story, man. And um, yeah. h- how did you think it ended? I liked the way it ended. It all seemed like it happened pretty fast, I'll say. Uh, like, I don't know how spoiler how spoiler-y we want to get uh, here in a hanging, but maybe we'll do a B-O-Dub on it. But yeah, uh, I loved it, man. I mean, all in all, I didn't get to read one and four again like you did. So some of that impact, you know. It might have meant a little bit more to read it all the way through again, I think. I yeah. wish I would have done it, but I just couldn't wait, dude. I was like, yeah. oh, I got to read it. No, I So I jumped it. right yeah. in and uh, it just happened fast. There was a lot of stuff to get through. And so it went pretty quick, but um, I loved it, dude. I mean, what'd you think of the very end? I mean, I don't know if I want to spoil it for, I know, I know. you know, cause yeah, let's part wait. of me was kind of stoked on it. I will say that. But another part of me was like, I, I just, can't, I don't know if I want to s- spoil anything i can't say anything without ruining it you know yeah, what i mean just because yeah yeah did it live up to the hype for you though i mean at, when you read five were you like that's everything i wanted it to be or were you a little like 
uh, I don't want to say disappointed because I know you weren't like disappointed, but right, right. were you a little like, ah. So for me, you know, I mean, we've talked about this, I think on previous um, shows, but I'm not a person that get like super hyped on, you know, I kind of pretty mellow and I'm just like, yeah, I'm stoked for this or I'm excited for that. But with this one, I, I was hyping it up. And I kind of in the back in the back of my mind had a feeling I, I kind of knew what to expect, and I, I like played it out in my mind how it was going to end. After reading through it, I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong; I, I really enjoyed it. But it wasn't like um, what's the right word? I it felt like the what went down felt a little unceremonious. Unceremonious? How would I don't know? Ceremonious? Unceremonious? Yeah, un, like it just kind of felt like something bigger should have went down with with what happened. Yeah, like I wasn't like in awe. You know, I guess I don't know if it's because I just you saw it coming. Yeah, I don't know if it's because I just saw the ending coming and just knew. I, I guess I kind of knew what was going to happen. And um, yeah, but it, it, overall, like I still really enjoyed it. It, it was it was fun. Yeah, I agree. And the art was great, man. Dude, fantastic. Um, yeah, the the artwork throughout all issues was just really, really good. What'd you think of uh, Hiroto's suit? This like um, liquid metal? Yeah, it was pretty futuristic, I guess you could say. You know, I'm, I'm like, you know, more traditional style Shredder suit, but. Um, yeah, pretty cool ideas and stuff it can do, but it felt a little out of place for me. Yeah. Kind of like what you're saying. I was like, huh, I don't know. But, but overall, dude, Mikey's a beast. And, um, yeah, he is. He just got huge. Yeah. And there's some super cool just fight scenes, him just battling all these guys. Um, it, it was fun. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. it. Definitely yeah. worth the read. Uh, did you enjoy the first four on your second read through as much as you did the first time? Yeah, big time. It, it was fun to read through them again because there's a lot of stuff in those. I like seeing all the flashbacks of, you know, how he lost his brothers and um yeah. i think my favorite issue i think it's three when they're um he's talking about the flashback with uh donnie and um splinter when they're back in japan yeah and just seeing splinter like rolling through and um seeing him in action because you know usually he's like old and decrepit and walking around like <laughs> with a cane you know and in there he just turns into this dude it's just super cool man to just see him walk <laughs> decrepit you know what i mean dude he's just like the old man that's hilarious. But, so that was uh, one of my favorite um favorite uh issues was that one yeah that was a good one dude the one with raf too and his story i like that one a lot too yeah whichever yeah. one that was it was cool so yeah you have to go back and, and read them all again and um do the whole run in one sitting yeah i got the hardcover on pre-order so looking oh, forward to that there you go in. yeah there you go that'd be cool and then I was also able to get in um, Chip Zdarsky's Batman the Night issue four. Still and, living uh, up to uh, your expectations there. I know so far you've been just thrilled about that. Yeah, series. dude, just another cool issue, man. He kind of um, it, it goes. I think this is the start of a uh, a new arc. So he like um, he leaves Paris and uh, he's like on this new adventure, and he goes up to almost to like this. Um, I don't want to say it's like. Um, in Tibet or anything where it, it reminds me of like, a he goes and finds like an old like monk monastery, you know, way up in the mountains. And it's these dudes that are just, you know, 
they know yeah. all all kinds of um, martial arts, and so he's going to learn from the best because that's what he wants to do to be the best, you know. And um, he runs into some some cool people. He meets a, a buddy, and but then um, these guys show up out of nowhere, and um, some cool stuff happens. I, I won't really spoil it, but it's it's just fun so far, man. It's been really good. What Chip's doing yeah. here, I think, is cool. You, you're going to have to check it out. And I know next week, I think the the first. Uh, Three, three issues come out and uh what are they are they calling it a um a compendium edition for some reason yeah. makes no sense to me but i'm still picking it up yeah it I looks can, rad i can't wait to dig into it because yeah. i know you loved it so much so yeah super cool and then um i got into we live issue two. Oh man and i don't know how i feel about this one you read this one as well didn't you i know exactly how i feel about it <laughs> It, um, for me, man, the, the first volume was so good. And, um, so I had, I guess, high expectations for this. And, um, it's been kind of a letdown for me, to be honest. It hasn't been my, my favorite so far. Um, the art is still incredible. I will give them that. And there is some cool stuff that comes up in this issue that explains some of the stuff that happened in volume one, which I thought was pretty cool. But then yeah. it just jumps around. You're talking about so the Humbo stuff. Yeah. 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 Humbo and um, Alice. Yeah, I thought that that was the that was the standout part of the issue for me for sure. But I still was like, how and why? And there's no explanation around it. And yeah, and it's almost like they're just trying to stuff so much story into like all that in one issue was just way too much for me. And there was so much jumping around. I kind of like got lost, and I was like, wait a second, where are we at now? Yeah. And um, so I didn't enjoy the story as much so far as as the first volume. <laughs> I'll just say yeah. that. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a very pointed question that might like land home how you really feel to everybody. Yeah. Are you going to continue picking up We Live Age of the Palladians? Dude, I think I'm going to take it off my pull list, man. <laughs> it just, yeah. you know, usually like I'll wait a few and and see if it picks up. But this one. It's hard to even see where it'd go, that like what the payoff is gonna be. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening, but the art is literally amazing. Like this yeah. whole panel here, dude, this whole double page. Oh yeah, dude. It's the art still continues to just impress me. Um incredible job with the art. The colors are super cool. The lettering is awesome. Like but the story just isn't doing it for me. It's just I don't know, I was just too confused and kind of just with it bouncing all over the place. And for some reason there's like the connection that I had to these characters is almost all completely gone. Yeah, that's another thing too. Exactly. Like I remember the you know reading through We Live uh, Volume One, and within the first issue, you're like automatically you just you have a connection with you know the main characters Tala and um, Hototo, and even the old man. Remember the old man who was only in yeah, one dude. issue. And <clears throat> for some reason, like you're attached to that guy. Like it's the second you see him sitting in his chair smoking yeah. a cig. And with this one, even though the main characters are still there, I'm just not as attached as I was in, in volume one. So, um, yeah, this could be my personal thing. I feel like the sci-fi stuff is like dragging the story down. Like that's the panel with the little baby out of nowhere. Yeah. That kind of like, was weird. I didn't know what was going on in that. What the heck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, man. This whole run is confusing and disjointed and, uh, it's, I don't know. I, that it's not my jam. Yeah. It's kind of just all over the place for me, but, um, the art though, is some of my favorite. 
Yeah, I just I can just flip through the book and just look at the art and be like, dude, this is sweet. But the coloring, dude, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. So yeah, this yeah, one dude. might come off my list. So unfortunately, I don't blame you, not at all. <laughs> I think I already have some locked on FOC, so I'll let you know if you're missing out. Yeah, let me know if it picks is, up, and if it does, I'm sure, you know I can get back into you it. You can and, get the trade. Pick yeah, up the trade so. if it ends up being worth it. But um, anyways, that was about it for me. And um, of course, I got the two episodes of um, Moon Knight in. But what about you? What'd you get in this week? Good. I got in quite a bit, man. Uh, last week, you were mentioning uh, this series coming out from Aftershock uh, caught your eye called Naughty List. Yeah. And so I picked it up because it came out. And uh, dude, I loved it, man. I heard good things about it. It's like a retelling of the St. Nick story, but... I forget what his, what his name is in here. It's a little different, but uh, he ends up like making a, a wish to the star that grants him this like immortality mm. and also this weird, strange desire to like constantly be making toys and he and he doesn't age. And anyway, he ends up like getting mad because somebody steals some stuff from him. And so at the very end, it ends with like. I mean, it's just, it's just Santa Claus is going vigilante, man. Like, and he's just livid. Yeah. And, uh, dude, you got to see if you get a chance to pick it up, his, uh, <laughs> his sled is like an old pickup truck. <laughs> dude, that is awesome. But it wasn't what I was expecting at all. I was, when I first read the kind of like pitch on this, I was imagining that like, this was a separate person from Santa Claus mm. who went and visited the naughty list people. But no, the thing is here, he's gonna he's going like vigilante on the naughty list. Like Santa's just had enough. See, I had the same thought in my head too. Like that you had Santa, but then you had this guy, and they were two separate people. So that's interesting. Yeah. At the very the very end here, I'll I'll keep it clean. It's not exactly what it says, but he says, uh, because uh, he feels responsible for for some of this stuff because of who he is. And he's like, and I kind of feel responsible for for what went down. So now I'm going to do something about it because I'm freaking Santa Claus and I'm done screwing around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, dude I, like, I want to pick this up. It's kind of silly, but like the retelling like was really cool. Like how he got his reindeer, how he got his sled, how he ends up working with his elves. Like, dude, it's just fun, man. Like, that's where I'm at, like, in the last couple weeks, dude. I'm just looking for something just fun, dude. Yeah. And that nailed it, man. Dude, just nailed it for me. Like, I put it down, and I was like, that was so much fun. I just, I don't know. I'm going to have to pick it up. I I, uh, definitely want to check that one out. It looks really cool, dude. Yeah. Then I followed. Go ahead. How is the artwork in it? I know I just seen that one. it's, it's, It's pretty, I mean... It's fine for the story. I wouldn't say it's anything standout, but it doesn't feel like it needs to be for the story. Yeah. It's not distracting or it's just clean, you know, kind of typically. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I just find it funny, too, that they come out with this um, story, like, right, you know, when summer's about to hit. But um, it is a little strange. Pretty cool, though. I want to check it out for sure. Yeah, because he's also dealing with this, like, frustration of, like, the drive to build toys is like almost like an instinct for him. So he like wakes up and he needs to make toys and he's like getting frustrated by it, but he can't, he can't stop himself. It's just hysterical, man. I love it. That's everything funny. about it was great. Definitely check out naughty list. I loved it. 
Cool. But dude, then I followed it up with something that I couldn't believe that how much I didn't like it. And I, I'm not usually this guy. You know me. I try to stay hyped, try to stay pumped, try to yeah. stay positive. But I'm going to tell you right now, don't waste your time on the new Punisher run. Yeah. I And this has nothing to do with the logo changing, anything like that. Just purely the story is the most wild, bizarre I just didn't care for it. Yeah, it just wasn't, to make, wasn't your jam. No, dude, they're trying to make Frank into this like avatar of of the of a demon, hmm. of, like the most gnarly demon whose sole existence is murder, 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 murder. And uh, I don't know, dude. I didn't like the dialogue. I didn't like what they're doing with Frank. Uh, I don't know, man. Not my jam. I'm that's one. That's off my pole. Telling you right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so oh. bummed. Yeah, I know. And I really like Punisher, you know, character. And um, I was hearing mixed things on it. And so I didn't pick it up. I was just going to wait to see, you know, what, yeah. what what they did with it and where it went. And um, now I know. Yeah. I mean, I thought it, I was like, okay, cool. Like I heard like, you know, the hand resurrected his wife, Maria. And I was like, oh, that's super interesting. I wonder like what's going to happen with that. And that storyline could be fascinating and cool, but the other part of him, like, as this avatar of the demon thing and just the dialogue of how, like, I don't know, they say the murdery too much. Hmm. Like, they're all excited about how murderous he is. And I'm just like, all right, calm down. But, and the art, dude, the art is not my jam. Like, I got to open this up and show you. Yeah, let me see it. Some of the variant covers I've seen at the shop, though, were pretty cool. Yeah. But, like, um, it's just got this weird plasticky feel to it and like the emotions and stuff on the face feel all like a uh, freeze frame. Like there's no fluid or movement in the art to me. It's just all like, I don't know. The best way I could say it is, is like plastic, like they're plastic figurines. Like, I don't know. Here's a quick one. Like, look at him up here. Mm, I see what you're saying. It's just kind of, I don't know. I was just really disappointed because I didn't want to be disappointed. And then the right. fact that I was disappointed, like doubled down on me just being like frustrated by it. So don't pick it up, man. It's a bummer for me to say. I don't usually like to say. Stuff I know. Like yeah. That. Yeah. You don't. You're usually really positive, even though if it's something that's not your jam, you know, but um, it's got to happen sometimes, I guess. Yeah. But that was really the only thing I read this week that I didn't love. I also just running through it quickly. Uh, Registers for Vengeance 7, dude, picks up mm. in the most gnarliest of fashions, like doubles down on the crazy. Uh, super, super good, dude. I just love that whole series so far. Got to finish Bylines in Blood. Satisfying ending. I like this. I kind of hope we get to pick that world back up. Definitely check that out. I also got to pick up uh, Bloodstained Teeth. Yeah, how was that the one? New- a new image. Dude, the art is rad in it. It's so different. Uh, I couldn't really like the story didn't like really capture me, uh, but I could see the potential there. It's mm-hmm. about this vampire guy who's going around and turning people, which they call sips and, uh, and he's making money off it. Right. So if you pay him, he'll turn you into a vampire. But anyway, the higher, higher up vampires are not, not cool with it. And so they cut like the the way the issue ends is they go up to him and they say, you have to kill everyone you've ever turned. Mm. And so it's going to be super fascinating to see like, cause you could tell there's some hesitation on his part. And so it's going to be kind of cool to see how that all plays out. But just quickly do like, look at the art. It's kind of interesting, man. It's very different. 
Oh yeah, that is pretty cool. The coloring looks really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's very bright. Yeah, that is. I like that. I'm gonna have to check that one with, out. Yeah, definitely kind of a cool premise, and definitely the the way it ends with that intrigue and what's gonna go down was cool. Uh, got to read Berserker Eight, and I have to say, man, it was it was pretty good, dude. Uh, definitely some progress finally being made with B's story. Uh, so only four more left, so we'll have to see what they do with it. But I think so far, you know, it better go out with it's a bang. Been okay, yeah, and I think that it's going to go out with a pretty good bang. Got to read Fifty Eight Saga Fifty Eight. Mm. Uh, not much to say, just super good. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff goes down. Uh, did post about it on Instagram, so if you want to catch my quick thoughts on that, you can check out the post there. And uh, Little Monsters 3, dude, continues to be good. Uh, I think it's Rami. Rami seems like uh, maybe he's going to be uh, a defender of some of the humans, so we'll, we'll have yeah. to see how that all plays out, because the other ones are all like super like, yeah, yeah, we've never tried human blood before, and they're all feasting on her dad from issue two remember who shot rami with the arrow but he gets her out of gets her out of there to safety and uh kind of ends there and so you're just like hmm that's kind of cool i wonder what they're gonna do with that yeah that's what i got into man nice dude you got a lot in this week man i'm pumped for you yeah dude uh did you have a question on little monsters no it's just um i I was gonna stop you but you know me, I like I'm not a huge um I don't really worry about spoilers too much, but um I haven't read that one yet. Oh, you should have stopped me. <laughs> no, it's all good. Like Sorry, you, know, you know me, it's not like I, I don't get bummed at all with spoilers, so it's no big deal. It's uh I have it waiting for me to pick up tomorrow, so um I'll be able to get into that oh, this okay. weekend. So no worries at all. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. But um dude, what about um what have you been hearing about uh, the new Doctor Strange? I've been hearing it's kind of dark, whatever that's supposed to mean. Yeah. Uh, what do you, when someone says it's dark, like, what are you, what do you think? Like, I know, what does that I, mean? I think everybody's you? like, ha- will have a different, you know, point of view on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause to me, I'm just like, all right, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, but I do have tickets to go see it tomorrow at 9 30. So I'll I let know, you know, dude, I'm pumped for you. I wish I was able to go watch this weekend. I don't think I'll get a chance, but you're going to have to let me know how it is. I will let you know. I've been sure. hearing a lot of good things on it. So, yeah, uh, I I just really curious who all we get to see. Yeah, uh, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, dude? I think there's a couple like people that have been um, cast in the MCU movies, you know, that I think they did like excellent job, and he's one of them. Yeah, I think like him and uh, the dude who plays Thor. Dude, um, I know Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth, whatever his name is. I think those were, I don't know. I, I think they were cast excellent. And Captain America was pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, all of them were pretty good, but I think like those two those guys two. Were, were my, I thought were the were the best. So, yeah, super. Cool. I mean, they're probably they're probably up there for me. I think the number one sort of superhero actor uh, that ever played a role for me. Is uh, Ed Norton Hulk? Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Are you being serious? No. Okay. Those movies uh, aren't as bad as most people make them out to be, but he's definitely not the right fit, man. I'll yeah, tell you that. I, I mean, I do like Edward Norton in general, but I don't know if I like him yeah. as the Hulk. 
No, I did not. But yeah, man, Thor. Thor is probably my fave. I love that dude. Hemsworth. Yeah. Right on. Dude's ripped, man. He's yeah, huge. he's jacked for sure. Jeez. Huh. I got to f- um, call him up. How do I do it? Get a, yeah, get a little workout routine from him. Yeah, man. So um, let's talk a little Moon Knight, bro. Yeah, Moon Knight wrapped up. Um, and, yeah, uh, sort of what, did. Sort of did. Yeah, it left me with a lot of questions and yeah. a little tiny confuse, confusion. Yeah. So, like, overall, if they came and they were like, we're making a season two of Moon Knight, are you stoked about it or are you like, uh? Yeah, I think we need another season. I was actually talking to yeah. somebody at work and they um, were telling me that uh, they read somewhere that they think there might be a season two. Yeah, I heard today that the the pr- producer or director or somebody uh, involved with Moon Knight more or less confirmed that we're at least going to be seeing him again. And in what fashion it was a little unclear, but um, there was a ton of stuff, man. That's like, if they don't come back and explain it, there's too many holes for me. Like if they leave it at just this season, there's a lot of like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, so let's just start with what'd you like? This is not a good sign. (laughs) No, like so, I, I liked um, episode. I liked both five and and six. Um, I liked five. You know, they're going through um, on the boat with. Um, I don't even know that yeah. hippo's name. I can't remember how I forget how to too. even pronounce it. Um, but I thought that was cool. But that also brought a lot of questions, and and especially when it ended, when issue six ended, right. because you know she's like, hey, you, you have two hearts, and you got to balance the scales with two hearts because there's you know two personalities. But then when you when you get to the last episode, and um, you know some some stuff happens, and but we did see this earlier too. I can't remember. If I it was know. Like well, that's episode- why it doesn't make any sense. What was it episode three or four when they were like it was four when he's on the rooftop yeah and he's like oh was that you and he's like no that wasn't me and so you kind of yeah. got a glimpse of possibly um you know the the other personality person. yeah yeah but then she's like oh you just got to balance the two hearts and we're just like so that was kind of weird to me what, yeah, was it the, to you the way dude so frustrating because the way that the season ended makes no sense to me with what happened in that with the hearts and with the hippo God, like granted cool story. I like seeing Mark and Steven work their stuff out. And it was, I mean, to me it's a, it's a tropey, but I loved seeing Mark like, nah, it's not worth it for me to be in the field of reeds. If you know, Steven yeah. stuck out there being a brick of sand for his whole life, like yeah, no yeah. way. And so I loved it. It was touching. It was cool to see Mark kind of be a little soft because he wasn't really ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, some people complain that that happened a little too fast. But for me, I was fine with it because I thought it was touching and and it was cool. And Steven, man, like if he's not the standout of the whole entire series mm, for me. For sure. Uh, everything about it. Mr. Knight was I liked him better than Moon Knight. So did and I. Steven I liked better than Mark. And uh I just loved it, man. Uh, and I, th- I what'd you think of that moment? Do you think it was too quick or did you appreciate it? No, it was, it was definitely appreciated well. for sure. Like I liked how, cause you know, like leading up to that, um, you know, you see like their relationship and, and how he even made Steven. Right. Or, yeah, you know, so that, that was yeah. cool. I like, I like that. 
Uh, a little there confusion too, though, there too. Right? Yes, yes, for yeah. sure. I was, I did have questions there too, but we'll we'll get back to that. But then, um, you know, you see Stephen and Mark's relationship throughout the whole episode, and that you know they don't like each other. They you know they want to be left alone, but then they get to that point, and um, Mark's like, "Nah, dude, like, I got I got to go back for him," which was really yeah, cool. I loved it. Yeah, and um, even um, Stephen's character and his like kind of like arc like when when he turns into mr knight most of the time you know he's kind of like you know he he's not as aggressive as mark and doesn't know you know how to how to fight but then the the last episode man he comes into a groove and he like it's was sweet watching um yeah watching him just finally you know use his powers in his suit man it was super cool i love seeing him in a suit too more than i did moon knight um yeah it, it was fun i love did you love the way uh at in episode six where all of a sudden they're more like steven and mark are more in unison right they're more of like a team now yeah and so they they were switching back and forth really quick and it would like switch from moon knight to mr knight moon knight to mr knight like really fast did you think that was cool i loved it yeah it was one of my favorite scenes yeah me too and uh, I just thought that that was so clever and and fun to to play with that and just Steven's voice, man. Like, dude, he's hilarious. I go back and just like it's always it's almost comforting to me. He's such a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And um, he did an incredible job acting. Um, he did, dude. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that there it is. Sorry, I knew it was Oscar. Uh, right you know who uh, who uh, who I ended up also really really liking and want to see more of. The Scarlet Scarab, dude. The Egyptian superhero. Yeah. She was actually cool, she, man. I liked it. I thought her. she looked so freaking cool, dude. Yeah. And Marvel's inst- on their Instagram, they posted a picture of her in the in the suit. It's so awesome, man. But she did mention she's like when when she became the avatar, she's like only for, you know, temporary uh, or short period of time. So I wonder if that's gonna continue or if she's just gonna be done with it. The hippo said that? No, she did. Oh, okay. That's a bummer. I loved it. I'm pretty sure when she was in that scene and the hippo was all pumped, she's like, oh, we're going to be great together. And she was like, I think she did say, hey, this is like temporary or short term or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't catch that one. So we'll see how I love her, dude. I thought that was so freaking cool. She looked amazing. I thought so. Yeah. I thought some people were joking around that she looked a little too much like um, Falcon, Falcon, Falcon. Then mm-hmm. her her getup, I don't know, eh, not really. It didn't, it didn't but I, me, they no. both have wings, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get back to um, let's get back to the whole thing. How like um, Stephen came about and the confusion there. What were yeah, you confused dude, so, about? So he's sitting. So you find out his mom is abusive to Mark, and just, man, like hardcore, dude. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, surprised by that. And uh, so she comes up into the room and she's just straight going to whip him. And he turns into Steven uh, to protect, you know, from at that moment, it seems like to protect Mark from what's about to go down. And Mark tells Steven, right, like he says, you were created so that you could have all the happy things, all the good things. You know, you could still have mom. But if in the room when mom was about to attack you, you turned into Steven, how does he not have a memory of mom beating him? Mm-hmm. How does he only have the happy memories, the good stuff? Like, I don't know. That was really weird, wasn't it? Yeah, I was super confused. Like, after that scene, I was like, wait a second. Shouldn't it be the opposite way around? Like, 
I know. And I heard nobody talking about this. Yeah. Maybe it's just us. Maybe we just don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but I was confused on that part. I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. It made no sense, man, at all to me. I was just so confused. Yeah. And then the other part that was just bewildering to me was that scene like you were mentioning with him and Steven on the boat with the hearts and the hippo god, and they need to balance their hearts, and that's the only way through this thing. But if he's got more personalities in there, and you find out you know, later on that he does, Jake Lockley, well, how does that, uh, how does that make any sense of what just happened? Yeah, how could they even balance out? I mean, unless it had something to do that they didn't know, because obviously Mark and Steven, you know, they just thought it was them too. You know yeah, what I mean? But they, but they did know. They went through a whole thing where something was happening and it wasn't them. Right. So, I don't know. That was a question I had too that I was kind of confused on. Yeah. What did you think of Khonshu, like his story arc at the end there, kind of battling Amit? And- so, I thought it was cool. I didn't like when they got ginormous. Honestly, yeah. I didn't like that part. I liked when they were like fighting inside the pyramid. I thought that was cool. And then, you know, um, Ahmed's outside, like absorbing all these souls that are starting to be um, taken by all the, I, I don't know what they are even called, just their Her followers. Part of, part, yeah, exactly. And so you see all these souls coming and she's just growing huge. So I was like, okay, I kind of get that. But then all of a sudden, Conchi was huge and they're battling outside these pyramids. And I don't know. I just didn't like that part that much. I thought they looked cool. I can understand what you didn't like about it, but I thought visually it was kind of interesting. But I understand what you're saying completely. Yeah. No, visually out of nowhere too. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, what's going on right here with these? They're ginormous. Yeah, I know. Also, were you a little like surprised when all of a sudden Moon Knight was suited up during the day? Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> like we were both, we were thrown through a loop on that one. I, dude, I like jumped off my couch when I seen him in the day because let's, <laughs> let's go back to what I think it was episode four or was it three? Yeah. No, or was it three? I think. Uh, yeah, maybe it was three. I can't remember. So Mark's running on this rooftop. And he's fighting these three dudes and he's looking for um, Haro, right? Because he's in... uh, Anyways. And the whole time I'm thinking like to myself, because, you know, I'm the wizard of Moon Knight. I know everything. Yeah, he's getting beat up. So I'm just like, dude, just summon the suit, man, and beat these guys up real quick. But then I'm like, wait a second. It's during the day. Maybe, you know, Moon Knight, you know, God of the Night, comes out at night, whatever, protects the um, followers of the night or whatever. And... um, so we got past that, right? But it was a funny, like, inside joke between you and me because I was like, dude, turn, just summon the suit, beat these guys up already. <laughs> and then we're like, all right, well, he's only coming out at night. And then all of a sudden, you know, here comes Moon Knight rolling out of the pyramid and it's daylight <laughs> and he's in the suit. And I'm just like yeah. thinking, I was like, why couldn't you just be in the suit then yeah. earlier? Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I was cracking up when I saw it. I was like, oh, Ray was, Ray's going to be surprised. Gosh, dude, it was so funny. And then it was weird, dude, because Conchu's like, and he he does that thing, you know, and he, he turns it into night. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it, yeah. you know. Let me fix yeah. this. And I'm just like, hmm, interesting. Also, I thought the part uh, where Harold finally gets back into the temple where all the gods and the avatars met to kind of put Conchu in the statue they had to go through a pretty big ordeal to to get him in the statue. But then you can like roll in there and just break one. 
Yeah, what if one accidentally fell off the shelf? Yeah, and if and if <laughs> <laughs> and if she was in there in the statue the whole time, like he was already there. Why does he need this scarab thing? I don't know. I don't know if I missed something there. Hmm. But it was just like they walked in there, grabbed her, and it's like here's here's Amit's statue. We're like okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, that was that was weird to me. Um, but I thought I thought Conchu's battle with Amit was cool. Uh, again, to just hear some more of their differing philosophies of justice and how that works out, and I just thought it was cool. And definitely Team Conchu on on that one. Give people a chance to make themselves better yeah especially when especially when she allows harrow to continue to be her avatar even when she knows his scales don't balance i know yeah that was weird too that was another thing i was like wait a second yeah but cool scene because he was like willing to just fall on his sword more or less like dude's a true believer man yeah no it was for sure and so with the mental institute and everything that's going down, where where are you left in terms of what's happening in this world? Like, so at the end, uh, with Harrow and and Kanchu, like, is that real? Is that what's going down? Is yeah, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was a little kind of confused at the end because at the end they go back to the to the mental hospital, right? Yeah, and they they see blood, like um. He's Harrow has like, like bloody footprints. Yeah, and I was like confused at that part. Were you? I think you kind of explained it to me afterwards. But I, at first, I was a little confused. Well, I'm still a little confused, but I know in the show the way it, what I would imagine the way that it kind of went down was I think as a Stephen or Mark who's talking to him at the time, but he sees the bloody foot, footprints and he tells him he's like, "Oh, you you're not even aware of what's really happening here." And so it's like because remember Harrow. Uh, I don't remember if he was shot or stabbed. Uh, he was beat in, up, I think, laying on the altar at that point, yeah. or laying on the in in the um, pyramid, and they were about to hit him, and then he stops. Right, and so I, I I don't know if like what's the real world, but I'm gonna say he was he was hurt in the real world. So whatever whatever they're in or whatever they're participating in in the mental institute, whatever realm that is. Mm-hmm. Like Stephen sees, like oh, see, like you're not even aware of what's really happening. Like you're hurt. Like this really happened to you somewhere else, mm-hmm. but um, it was just weird because like we were pretty much, as far as I knew, you know, issue issues episodes one and two, more or less confirmed that like this is all really happening. Mm-hmm. But then with the weird kind of throwing in the mental institute like later on in the season, and I don't know, it was a little. Part of me likes that, and part of me is a little frustrated by it. I like that kind of not knowing, like, oh, yeah, is it real? Is it? That's what I loved about the Lemire run, was feeling crazy myself when I read it. Because then he wakes up again back in his bed, right? And he's like, hmm. And he goes to get out of bed, but he's, um, is he Steven right there or is he Mark? I think he's Mark because he says something to Steven, I think. But, dude, so this is a question I heard. Somebody else asking another podcast. I can't remember which one. Why is he, if he's, if he's all buddy, buddy with Steven now and they know what's going on, why is he tied up in his bed again? Mm-hmm. And there's, and so then they look at the goldfish tank and there's two fish floating around in there, right? Yeah. To represent maybe him and Mark, but maybe and they, you know, maybe so it's Jake like. Jake locking them up. 
so that he can go out and do stuff. Maybe they, since they don't know what's going on, maybe they're both like, Hey, since you, you know, like, cause Steven was doing it in the beginning cause he didn't know what was going on. Right. Until they figured it out. Right. So maybe they're both like, Hey, we need to do this. Cause now we right. don't know, you know, so I, I don't, we know. don't know what this third thing is. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of confirms it though. You know, after the, after credit scene, yeah, so. people were really, were really happy that they threw that in there, and I was like, I'm happy that we got some sort of resolution on this third personality thing for sure. But it still didn't like answer any questions for me. Ultimately, was, yeah. I mean, it's like, all right, yeah. To me, I think um, you know, overall, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I I think that it should have been more than just six episodes, dude. Hundred percent. Like they, you know, they should have stretched it out over more episodes. Like I would have been totally fine with that and been able to explain more stuff. And it was almost like they were just trying to squeeze it all in. Like maybe they didn't know it was going to be a popular show. So they're like, yeah, we'll just give you six and you got to do what you got to do with, you know, I, I have I no know. idea. Yeah. They got to figure a way to stop that though. Cause I think it's ultimately hurting these shows. Cause I felt like WandaVision was hurt by it. Uh, the only one I felt like didn't actually get hurt by it was Hawkeye. Cause I mean, it was just kind of a fun, you know, actiony show. Yeah. But even Falcon and the winter soldier, I think got hurt by the short, short episode count. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they can bump these up a little bit, make them eight. Give me two more. Yeah. Something just to, yeah, just to put a, you know, be able to stretch it out just a little more to not rush it and be so quick. But, um, yeah. overall, what, what's your thoughts overall season one? I I would say it's definitely worth a watch. It's fun, especially the first the the first the first two I watched like four or five times each. Uh, they progressively got a a little bit more un, unwatchable, and I don't mean unwatchable like ultimately like rewatchable. Um, I didn't the, the rewatch value four through six wasn't quite as high for me. Um, I would say if I if I wanted to give it a, a rating, which is probably arbitrary right now. I'd probably give it a seven out of 10. Yeah. I think that's exactly where I'm standing. Like it was super fun. You know, I love all the, uh, the fight scenes are great. I mean, that's kind of hard to say because almost every MCU movie and show you watch now, the fight scenes are always going to be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So you know what to expect there. Um, I did like the story, you know, there was questions obviously, but, um, I just wish it was longer, like at, le- at least a few episodes longer for sure, just yeah. to kind of flesh stuff out a little more. And, but yeah. it, it was fun, dude. I, you know, I enjoyed it. And I think the yeah. only episode that I really couldn't watch again, I, I just didn't enjoy, I think it was three, three was just kind of okay for me. One and two were incredible. And yes. then, um, <clears throat> the last two were cool and, but it, it was yeah. fun. Definitely uh, worth the watch for sure. If you guys, if you know, oh, if you haven't yeah. watched it, definitely go check it out. And um, if I'm a diehard Moon Knight fan, I could see you being disappointed, you know, because it, it's it, different. But me going into it, I knew it wasn't going to be a you know perfect adaptation of the comics. But you know, you're the so. Moon Knight wizard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the Moon Knight wizard. No, so yeah, that's the only. I guess that's the only people I would see that would be kind of disappointed. You know, if you're going into it to yeah. be like, man, it's got to be just like, you know, the comics and I, I could see you being disappointed, but, um, yeah. if you just go but into it. Gonna be, yeah. Yeah. It was fun though. Yeah. It was super cool to see moon Knight. That was fun. I mean, super cool to see Mr. Knight. 
Oscar Isaac tore it up. Even I think Ethan Hawke, he didn't wow me at first, but I think towards the end, I thought he did a really good job portraying Harrow. Yeah, no, I thought so too. I thought everybody did um, uh, really well in their parts. Um, but Oscar Isaac, dude, he nailed it for sure. Yeah. He was a great. I saw that um, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, who is playing Dr. Strange, said he'd be up for 10 more years of playing the character. Uh, I hope, I hope, I hope Oscar Isaac comes out with something like that. Cause I think he's great as Moon Knight. Oh dude, they can pick anybody else now. I thought yeah. he did incredible. Sign him again, man. Get him yeah. in a movie. Yeah. So hopefully they do, movie. you know, a season two or who knows, maybe we'll get a standalone movie. I, I don't know what they meant, um, by that article you read, but it'd be cool to see him again. And, um, hundred percent. Yeah. I'd be stoked on it. Cool, man. So that's a 14 out of 20 for us, though, on Moon Knight. So <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. But um, what do you got? Uh, what are you looking forward to next week, man, coming out comic-wise? Dude, next week seems like a good release week, dude. We've got uh, Free Comic Book Day, which we've mentioned, I think, the ones we were looking forward to in our last episode. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. There's lots of cool stuff at our local shops going on. So it's been a while since I've been able to get to one. So looking forward to hopping over there. But, dude, in terms of new releases, man, uh, we've got Noctera uh, mm. 10 coming out. Yeah, I dude. can't wait for that one. Man, I just I want to see how close we get to EOS. Gosh, they've got to be close, dude, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we've got, speaking of Moon Knight, we've got a new Moon Knight coming out. Moon Knight, Black, White, and uh, Red. Blood. 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 Yeah. Black, White, and Blood, number one. Uh, I have been crazy about the Black, White, and Bloods just because they're kind of usually like three mini in a single. Yeah. But sometimes they're cool and sometimes it's just fun to see your favorite character. Uh, This one's written by by Jonathan. Oh, there's a lot of writers in there. Jonathan Hickman. There's a lot of people on these. Yeah. And the other standout for me, the one I'm looking forward to maybe almost as much as Noctera is 8 Billion Genies number one comes out, Mm, man, by Charles Soule and Ryan Brown. That one looks super cool, man. I can't wait for I can't wait for that one. I think that's the most the, the one I'm most excited for next week. Yeah. What was the issue we read where they had a little preview of that in the back? Was it Noctera Nine? Oh, it was Noctera Nine. You're right. Maybe it yeah. was. I think super that's where fun. I seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about about those. You got anything? Oh, uh, I'll just say really quickly. Uh, King of Spies straight paperback comes out. So I'm, I'm thinking about picking that up. Cause I know you said it was pretty cool. Yeah. I think I, I have all the issues. I think I still need to read issue four, I think, but, uh, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun little run, dude. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. A lot of action. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Story is pretty cool. So yeah, pick it up so we can chat about it. Yeah, I will. What about you, man? You got anything on, on your radar? Um, no, I think you hit the ones I'm looking forward to most, man. I know, um, you mentioned, the uh, the night compendium comes out. Oh yeah. The night compendium. I think, uh, a lot of people, if you haven't picked up, you know, the single issues need to pick that up. It's, um, well worth the read and the compendium looks super cool. And, um, but yeah, I think 8 billion genies is one that, um, I think is going to be great. I can't wait to read that one. Yeah, me too. Seems super cool. Every time I, I've heard an interview with them, they've got a lot of really cool ideas going into this. So excited to see what they do. Yeah, it looks cool, man. I can't wait. But uh, speaking of next week, dude, what do we got going on here at the CBL? Dude, I'm pumped for next week, actually, because we are diving into um, a righteous thirst for vengeance. 
Yeah. And I haven't read it at all yet. And so I can't wait to dive in. I keep hearing good things. I did see that I think over on comic book roundup, the new issue got like a 10 out of 10. Did it really? I think so. Yeah. Holy moly. And um, so I've been reading a lot of good things about it. You keep saying it's super good. So I can't wait to dive into it and check it out with you, man. I'm super pumped on that. I can't wait to hear hear what you think, dude. Yeah. Are you caught up in the run right now or? Yeah. I just read the most recent one. Oh, yeah. You um, just said that earlier. Yeah. Dude, it's so, it's so good, dude. The bad guy in the, the most is seven. Uh Seems creepy as can be, dude. So I'm just excited to see what Rick Remender does. Uh, yeah, I like Rick. So I'm excited to read yeah, this one. me too. I will say uh, the only thing Rick's ever done that I wasn't crazy about was Scumbag. I tried. I tried. Mm, I haven't read that one yet. Yeah. I, I see it all over the place. It. Anything else we got going on, man, next week? Maybe it starts with a little G. We're doing a little Scotty Young oh, giveaway. Oh, yeah. We have a big giveaway going on next week. Tell everybody about it. Yeah. So um, to celebrate Scotty Young's new Twig yeah. uh, series coming out, we are doing a Scotty Young cover giveaway. So check out our Instagram for, for how to enter the giveaway. But we're giving away four really awesome Scotty Young covers that I think – are some of my favorites recently, but included in that, I'm going to save the biggest one. You have to check out Instagram, but uh, Twig, mm. Twig number one covered by Scott. All Young. I'm going to say is, um, can, can I enter our own giveaway? <laughs> 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 it's good. Yeah. I'm pumped on this one. Like um, you guys are going to yeah, be stoked too. to see this and um, definitely check it out for sure. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, how can people uh, keep up with what we're doing here? And Yeah, definitely subscribe to our show. Um, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, share it with a friend. And then head over to our Instagram. Check us out over there at the comic book lair. That's where you can see uh, everything we got going on. Check out the new um, giveaway we're doing. And if you want to dive further mm-hmm. in a conversation with us, yeah, head over to our Discord. Um, we can jump into all the stuff you're reading and watching. Uh, give us recommendations on stuff you're reading. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, head over to our yeah. website. We have a cool feature on there where you can leave us a voicemail. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys that way as well. It'd be super fun. And um, Yeah, and with the voicemails, there's always a chance to uh, be featured in an episode. So just when you leave a voicemail, be sure to say okay to air at the end uh, so we can throw you up on an episode of the comic book lair. Let us know what you thought of Moon Knight or something, anything. Yeah, we'd cool. love to hear from you guys. And in the meantime... Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds.